You're listening to the Recoveredish Podcast. I'm your host, licensed therapist, Amanda E. White. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm, I always start the episodes by saying I'm excited for the episode. I don't know if I'm excited for this one because I have kind of a sad announcement. This is going to be the last episode of the Recoveredish Podcast. Um, I'm going to go into a little bit of kind of what's been going on and how I've gotten to this place. Um, and I just want to thank you for everyone who's listened. You know, I started this project out of really passion for wanting to have more nuanced conversations, um, out of my own passion for loving podcasts myself. And after I had had such a rough pregnancy and such a rough birth, I felt myself during maternity leave having all of this excitement and energy and enthusiasm and needing somewhere to channel it. And I thought that I would start a podcast. And if you've been around, you knew that we also had a Therapy for Women podcast, which was my center's podcast, which I co-hosted with two amazing leaders um, and therapists in my practice, Fern and Gabby. And then I wanted to start my own podcast because I loved the idea of doing solo episodes. And turns out solo episodes are a lot harder to do than I thought. Um and then honestly, the pressure of just, you know, one of the reasons I started podcasting also was because I don't love putting on makeup and getting dressed up. And I was like, this is great because I can just go on a podcast or do my own podcast and just ramble and pour things out and things will flow out of my mouth. And I feel like I'm much more of a talker than um a writer and a lot of my what I do on social media is writing with captions and things like that. And I was also really hopeful that the podcast would be something where I could take clips from it or take pieces of things that I said and then create other content from it and have that really work on social media. And the truth is I mean, podcasts are obviously way, way more competitive and a, a totally different beast, I'll say, than a few years ago, as I think a lot of people know. Um, but also just social media has changed so much the past few years with not just with TikTok, but um, also now with videos and things like that, even just me having a clip of me just talking to you doesn't reach a lot of people on Instagram or on TikTok or things like that. So I just haven't been able to get the reach to my podcast that I was really hoping for. And unfortunately, the podcast does take a lot of time and effort, but mostly it is just me editing, doing this, especially the solo episodes. I edit because they're very personal. And as some of you all know, I have a, a practice that is my full-time gig. And um, that really, I'm kind of just in a season of really realizing that that is where I need to put my focus. And it was one thing when I kind of had this hope and dream that the podcast would do well and I could reach more people and then that would help in turn the practice. But that's just not really what's happening right now. And I wanted to come on and just share some of this background because I think on social media, we just see people's wins. We just see, 
you know, the big successes and we see the way that people try things and they work and they grow. And I've certainly had success and been able to grow my practice and and things like that, which I'm extremely grateful for. And I'm very fortunate that I was able to grow my social media. Um, but a lot of things have changed on Instagram since I started with just writing and, you know, you started, it's really interesting. Um, I started by my social media did well also because I was willing to be authentic about myself and I was really into writing long captions and um, things like that. And I was fairly good at Canva and kind of graphic design. And it's just been a wild couple years on social media with how the game just changes every single couple months. Um, you know, it used to be the people who were fairly good at graphic design or visually or good at writing were the ones that did well on social media. And now you really have to kind of be like a video editor and know how to shoot video and B-roll. And I'm trying to learn some of these things. Um, and I'm normally very adaptable and very happy to adapt, but it just feels like with AI, things have just I, I've just been struggling to keep up, especially, um, with having a young baby still. I mean, I, you know, she's, she just turned 11 months. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to come on here and and be honest about that. I'm not leaving social media. I also think I will probably be back with a different form of the podcast as well. I just need to be able to have it be worth the time that it takes. And right now it takes me you know, I think podcasts seem very quick and easy and just like people are having a conversation, but they take a lot of time on the back end and work to produce and edit. And, you know, I had to like teach myself all these things. If you've been following from the beginning, you've gotten to see how much better the audio experience has been as I've figured out tech and microphones and where to record and and all of those things. Um I also just feel like with the podcast, I've been struggling to figure out what angle to take it in. Um, I've been sober for nine years now. So I had originally had the idea for Recovered-ish a few years ago, and I wanted to kind of talk about the journey and what it's like to be in long-term recovery and what happens after that. And there's so many amazing podcasts and sober people out there. I mean, that's space has exploded, which is amazing too. Um, But I'm struggling to be totally honest to figure out where where I can help, where I can make a difference. Um, And I feel like there's already so many great podcasts that are about sobriety and recovery. And um, I don't know if I can – I don't know if Recovered-ish really works in the way that I was trying to talk about it as recovery from anything mental health related. I just think that that's not specific enough, and I think some people may not understand that it's not just a podcast about recovery, Um, and then some people who really only want recovery content I think may be confused when I'm doing these like episodes about motherhood or things like that. So yeah, that's what I'm kind of wrestling with and trying to figure out. I still love the idea of having a podcast. Um, I think I might need a co-host and we could do it together and then it could kind of be something where you would still get to hear a lot from me and it would be less guests, but it wouldn't be quite as much work as me talking by myself and scheduling out these episodes. 
So I'm definitely open if you have been someone who's liked the podcast and appreciated it. I I appreciate you so much following, sharing, any of you all that were on Patreon. I've had so much fun doing Taylor Swift content. Um, But yeah, I'm trying to figure out what's next for me, what would make sense in terms of a podcast, what's sustainable, and what I also feel passionate about. Um, You know, the past couple years have been really – challenging in terms of my pregnancy was really hard. My birth was really traumatic. I'm really excited because um, next week I was on – or in a couple weeks, depending on when she releases it. But if you know, there's a woman named Kaylee and she has um, a podcast and an Instagram called The Birth Trauma Mama and she shares about birth trauma and birth stories. And I've been trying to – work up the courage by myself to do an episode um, on my own experience. And I finally realized that I needed to do it with someone else, kind of being a container. So I wasn't just sharing my story alone. So that's what I did. So I will definitely link that in stories and um, we'll probably collaborate on a reel. I know a lot of you all have wanted to hear more about my story and I've been trying to make sure that I'm in the right headspace before just sharing it. I always try to share from scars, not from open wounds, you know, especially on the internet. So I'm excited about that to come out. But yeah, besides just that, you know, my business changed a lot last year. I feel like I failed a lot last year. I had a lot of turnover in my business. Um, People left. I took it very personally. It was very hard for me emotionally. I feel like I'm not supposed to say that because you're not supposed to ever feel sad when that happens and you're supposed to just keep going and keep your head high and you know especially as a business owner you're never supposed to take things personally that aren't but i've been just wrestling with myself of how do i want to spend my time what are my values especially since becoming a parent and what fulfills me so i've been starting to do some more clinical work i always saw clients and sessions, but I hadn't taken new clients in like four years. And I started – I took a couple of clients. I have a couple more spots if you're interested. It's virtual only. And yeah, I've just been trying to figure it out. I think what's really interesting that I've also recognized is I really like doing things that I'm good at <laughs> and that are reaching people and that feel like I'm making a difference. So it's hard for me when I feel like I'm not making a difference or I feel like I'm failing or things like that. And that's been something where I've been trying to get through, you know, I am a people pleaser as I've talked about a lot. And I feel like the final the final frontier for me with people pleasing is business ownership and um, having people leave and me trying to really be clear about what is important to me and what kind of company I want. Because I think when I originally started Therapy for Women, I really thought I could have a I could create a company where people loved working and people wanted to stay for a really long time and that if I treated people super super well that that would be enough and I think I really thought that people would be happy if I stayed in line with my values I tried to do everything for them and I kind of am realizing that people won't be happy always people will leave and 
there's not anything that I can do or could have done necessarily. People all have their different journeys. And it's not really sustainable for me to create a practice that my measure of success is people being happy at work Um, because people get unhappy all the time. And that was truly my measure of success for a long time was our most – is pretty much everyone – I, I think my bar was everyone. Does Is everyone happy? And I would try to micromanage people's happiness. I would – someone wanted something. I would bend over backwards to try to give it to them. Obviously, I couldn't do everything. I had limits. But I really need to think about and I'm trying to think about how I can create something that also works for me because people are people and people change and grow and have different ideas and we can't – you know, I'm just reminded again, we can't people please our way into success <laughs> necessarily. So yeah, that's been a lot that's been going on in the background. I don't know if any of this context was helpful or useful, um, but I just wanted to share a little bit about what I've been going through and what's been going on and why the podcast has to end at this moment. So I don't – like I said, I don't think this will be goodbye forever. I think I'm going to be back once I figure out the right type of podcast for me to do. In hindsight, I think I just did this pretty quickly and um, was hoping that me just continuously showing up every week would be enough and I'm really realizing I need some strategy. Um, So like I said before, if you have suggestions, ideas, thoughts, I always love chatting with you all. You're the best part of doing this stuff. You're never a bother. DM me. I love hearing from you. And to anyone that followed, listened, shared, rated, reviewed, if you were part of my Patreon, I appreciate you so, so, so much. Um, We've had a good run. I did – this is like our 35th or 36th episode and I'm proud of what I've done and I hope to be back in a different iteration. So thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. To suggest an episode topic or support my work, visit amandaewhite.com. If you're interested in getting therapy for my practice, visit therapyforwomencenter.com. We're based in Philadelphia, but we have therapists serving 27 states across the country.